it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. So, right, I'm quite excited. <laughs> okay, I'm like a kid in the sweet shop anyway with this podcast. And yet again, I've managed to find a, a little sweet <laughs> in a bottle on a high shelf that I would never have discovered this person if it weren't for the wonders of um, having a podcast and being on LinkedIn, to be honest. So here, ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce my podcast guest. Her name is Stella Scott. She is in Malmo. Uh, I'm in Bournemouth. She's in Malmo. We've got a screen, but it's almost like we're in the same room here. And we're going to chat about some really blinking basic stuff, which you're going to love. So basic, but vital stuff. Let's put it like that. So Stella describes herself on LinkedIn as coaching executive women to fall in love with themselves <sighs> because low self-esteem cripples your leadership. Love that. Hello, Stella. Hello. I am thrilled to be here and I feel a little, you know, giddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't need, well, you've got a good thing that will stop you feeling giddy, giddy or any of those things, because I have to tell the listeners, we had a little conversation before we started this and um, Stella is now the proud owner of something called an earthing mat. Oh, can't go on, tell the listeners what an earthing mat is. <laughs> okay, yeah. Go on, go on. Uh, there's this thing of being connected to the earth and we who live in cities and, and in this modern society, we hardly ever get out to really like touch the tree or the, the, have our bare feet on the ground. So there's a lot of science around this uh, and nobody wants to talk about it because a big farmer will not earn any money because it's so simple. It really is about getting in touch with the earth. And when you live in a city like I do, uh, you can get some appliances and I just got an, a small earthing mat that I can put my feet on or my hands on. I have my hands on it right now and I can even put it in my bed. Oh. Uh, and that will help the electromagnetic system that your body is to uh, be more stable and it, um, um, what is it called? Not cripples. It, uh, yeah, hinders, takes inflammation yeah. away. Yeah, lots of things to say about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is, well, we're, yes, regardless of whether you've got an earthing mass or not, listeners, um, you're going to learn a lot about uh, general principles here. And, and I just... I, actually, I know a lot of listeners don't mind how sort of crazy and out there we get, but I also want to say that this is there is some real serious science and practical and all the rest of it and action here. But you know, sometimes you just need to get back to basics, and actually, that's what we're doing here. We're going to be very earthy, and that is vital. However. Mm -hmm you know, you are in your business growing journey, you, you must not lose sight of some of this basic stuff. So let's, let's get going. So number one, 
your story, Stella, obviously not your entire life story because <laughs> we want to get down to business, but you have actually been on an interesting journey because we, we, share, we share quite a few things in common with our theatre sort of um, background and then you evolved, you evolved. Just, just give us a quick lightning tour of that evolving. Gosh, did that make any sense? I don't think it did. Uh, it probably but you've been giddy. I'm all over the place because I don't know. I'm, I just need to tell the listeners I'm sat in a room here. We're having our kitchen done. This is really nothing to do with anything Stella's going to talk about. Um, but I am literally surrounded by kitchen units, a fridge, a washing machine, a microwave behind me. I'm quite disorientated and desperately need an earthing mat. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> tell, us, tell us a bit about how you got to, to where you are. All right, so I started out um, as, a, as a young girl. Uh, I was born with a disability. I'll start there. Um, so I have club feet, which means I went through a lot of surgery and a lot of uh, painful ex medical interventions as a baby from my the first was when I was 18 days old. Uh, and then it continued for about uh, seven years. Uh, and with that, I was put into dancing school. So the doctors had told my mother that, you know, it will be good for her feet, strengthen her legs, and things like that. Uh, and lo and behold, I turned into a dancer, which is really odd. Uh, you know how you how you try to deal and compensate with your neurosis. <laughs> but from there, uh, I, I came. I studied in in at Pratt Institute School of Fine Arts in New York, and then I came home and I started a dancing company. Home to Sweden, I started a dancing company, uh, and we were six women touring Sweden, dancing, uh, teaching workshops, all of that. And then I went to a crisis uh, around my 30s. And uh, there, I, my other big interest, apart from being on stage and thinking about how women and people and humanity works, I, I needed to go through therapy and started that. And with that, I also started my, uh, this other thing that I had been thinking about, you know, should I become a a medical doctor, should I go into psychology? And I started my education to become a gestalt therapist. And so I do that, and I'm still a singer. I'm still an opera singer. Oh, so that is like, that, yeah, that was a very short version. Oh, I know, but oh, look, listen, see how much we could unpack just in that story alone. And that's just skimming the surface. Um, you, you mentioned gestalt, and I'm did I pronounce that right? Gestalt. Gestalt yeah. therapy. Gestalt. Um, just, just give us a little um, description of what that is. Uh, it is a kind of psychotherapy where you, yeah, this will be really, really short. Uh, it's a four year long education. You know, it's, it's like, it's the real deal. Uh, so one thing that was really important for me in this is that I had to go into my body and find what was hidden there. Because a lot of people think that dancers have a lot of body awareness. And the thing is, we don't. We have body control. And I had learned to control my body. I had learned to control the pain. I had learned to turn away from the pain and, and bury it and, yeah. Mm. So that, that was something that I had, I had to do to sort of survive because nobody at that time understood how that would affect you 
I am 60 years old. And that means that in the, when I was born, they were still doing things on children without sedation. They thought that small babies were born with, that we could hardly see, that we did not remember anything, that we were like not present anywhere. Today we know it's completely different and today we know that the fetus is already, you know, when it comes to a certain time, you know, you have memories. I have memories from when I was in, my, in the womb. Uh, so we know now that that's not the case. So, but in that time, they they thought, you know, we will do a lot of operations and then it will be all over. Ow. Ouch, he's right. But you know, I'm very happy that they did sedate me because I was a very, very lively and strong little baby. But the first time I was put into, down into narcosis, I was 18 days old. And they put my legs into and feet into plastic cast up onto um, mm. yeah all the whole all, all, all of it up onto the thigh and um so this was so you found hidden in you um, with this going through this gestalt yes therapy training you've you, yes. you, you there was all this this these scars and pain stuff yes. and that yeah. So, so with Gestalt therapy, there are many ways you can work, but one of the important things is really what you have in your body and to be with your body and in your body and, and listen to that because there's a lot of wisdom, wisdom within your physical being. And I used to say that your body is your spiritual vehicle. This is what we've got. This is why we're here. The only reason you're on the planet is because you have a body. And it's really important to honor that body, to cherish that body, and to listen to what she has to say. The messages that, that comes out. And today, I don't do anything. I don't dress in the morning without asking her, what do you want to wear? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um... So this gestalt, so if you were doing, if you, okay, it's going to sound really clumsy. If you were doing gestalt therapy with me, mm -hmm. where, where, where do you start? I mean, well, is, I, you know, I come in as a body, <laughs> to, as a body. To, into your presence. And obviously you, we, we don't just start with, I mean, do I, you know, do I lie down on a couch? No, 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 no. We talk or, you know, we can do all kinds of things. It's not only the body. It's like, but it's, that's like my, I, I talk from my perspective as a gestalt therapist. This is my primary tool. Uh, some people can like work primarily with art. That's also a way to go. You know, there's a whole philosophy around how you work. Uh, but my tool is the physical body. Mm. And the reason is because I had so many physical things with myself. So when you come in, I would like find out what, where are you? And I also think that we get the clients that need what we have, mm. what we offer. And if you would come to me and work with me, we will just see where I, I always get to like, where in your body is that? Mm. You, know, you know, I have this, you know, I, I eat too much, so I can't talk to my mother or whatever it is that is mm. bothering you at the time. So we will start in the here and now, which is also a very important part of the Gestalt way of working. It's like the here and now. Mm -hmm. what's going on right now and from there we will find the source or, or the mm. core wound or whatever you want to call it yeah okay that's that's 
Oh, yeah, this is deep stuff, isn't it? I mean, it is literally deep stuff. Um, it, it, it's very yeah. deep stuff. And I used to say, I'm the deep guy. If you want to work with me, we're going to go deep. There's no way we can do it any other way. And this, because I'm both a therapist and a coach, I can like go between the two. And a lot of people that, that mm. start looking for a coach actually need a therapist. Oh, I want most of the people looking for a coach need a therapist. And the thing is that the coach does not know what to do. And I have a, a, a colleague and she's like myself, she's a therapist and a coach. And she says, people come to me and they are like coached into pieces and I have to like put them together first before we can start working with the therapy because it's, it's deep work and you need to know what, what you're doing yeah that's very true and i yeah because as a coach i mean i i joke sometimes um about uh, you know how great it is if i can make a client cry within 10 minutes but um beyond the joke because i'm not you know i'm not nasty um i mean it is great because it's great simply because 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 like you i mean i've cried i've been coached and cried so i mean yeah, it's not you know absolutely. i'm not i'm not some kind of I've, I've got it all together person i mean the, the the process should should actually open up those very and this and the, you talking about this body is really interesting because i two things here one i once said to a client that i said it's like you've got a cricket ball in your stomach can, can we try and make it more into a sort of fluffy ball, at least as step one? Uh, mm -hmm. Because you could just feel this was where all her tension, she was literally holding her stomach in. Um, she was quite large, actually. So it's quite interesting. So she, it felt very uncomfortable. I, I could see this. And her breathing was shallower. And when she said certain things, those aspects were exaggerated. Um, that's that's one thing I've spotted in other people, but also from my own experience, I the one thing that really, really made me so linking clear of this mind-body connection was we got various little scars going on in my past, and there was a there, there was a time when a, the phone my phone would ring and it would have a certain person come up on it, and. I'm not a, I'm not generally a nervy kind of person. Um, my metabolism, I don't think is that fast. Um, otherwise I'd be a lot thinner. Um, but I, I found my hands instantly shaking instantly at the mere look of this phone number coming up and my, and my stomach going over. But it was the, it was the obviousness of my hands shaking. I thought, gee, what the heck, you know? And so, that was when, for me, that was what, that was a real light bulb moment about the connection. D tell me about that. But and because it's always there, and the thing is to be aware of it. So when I learned from my body that the body, it's always there and it's constantly communicating. So and this has been a long journey for me. This thing of like, what do I, what do you want to wear? You know, I talk with my body as if she is, and she is her own entity. It's me and my body, but we are the same, but I have to like respect her and honor her 
and, and allow her to be part of it. Because most people even say, I'm gonna take care of them, that makes myself, and then they go to the gym. But do you really want to go to the gym? And is this really your way of exercising? And do you really want to exercise? And it's like, perhaps you want to, to you know, go for tango classes. Uh, perhaps yoga is not your thing, even though everybody's talking about it. And I have had, uh, I, I usually exercise, but I have had a long period when I did not because I have been do, dealing with things in my private life that made exercise too much. And I really had to listen to my physical body and she could not take exercise. And a lot of time people say, you, know, you gotta exercise, it will make you feel better. Not all of the time. And this is so, I mean, you have to, it's like, it's nuances. It's, it's the, the, the fine line at the, at the way, way bottom of the contract, you know, to really listen all the time and stop going for the so-called gurus because the real guru is within yourself. And yeah, most of the time you need to work with, not most of the time, sooner or later you will need to work with somebody that will help you because you will always avoid what is most painful. I would not be here today had it not been for all the, for the therapists, all the healers, all the, you know, name it that I have gone through. I'm so grateful I could cry. Uh, I have been crying a lot. I, out of gratitude, because I would not be here as this person I am today. And I am deeply in love with myself. Oh, I like that. Oh, but it was not a journey I could have made it by myself. I, I needed hand holding and, and caressing and uh, people telling me, get your shit together and look in this direction. And oh, wait, no, no not now, too early. <laughs> All of these things, you know, you, you, because this is, this is a, a journey uh, home. Yeah. To whom you really have the capacity to be. And I want to say one more thing. You will never, ever, you cannot reach your full potential. Just, just ditch that one now. Say that again, you can't what? Reach your full potential. Excellent, yes. Because when you try to reach your full potential, you put so much pressure on yourself. <laughs> and it's not attainable because the, so, the second, the, the millisecond it's attained, you will disintegrate into light sparkles or something it's not possible so when you when you know that and understand that it's like oh i just get as far as i get ah. <laughs> that's so good that's so good and every single thing that you're saying crosses completely seamlessly over to the attitude about your business because it's the same because they're not they don't have this great big line in between them which is what people tend to put up don't they here's me here's my business ah hang no, on no you know. no totally absolutely so so i have been in business i have been on my own since i was 20 so that is 40 years now uh i tried to, to, to have this little Thing when I was 16 and I, was, I had to like say, I can't, I can't continue with this. No one is going to tell me when I'm going to come and go. I'm a hard worker. I mean, I can, I work hard. I mean, I wouldn't be, have become a dancer had I not been a hard worker, uh, considering how, how much work it's, it requires when you don't have a disability in your feet. Um, oh, okay. So that was a parenthesis. Um, we got a parenthesis. Uh oh. Um, where do we start? But but having a business is yes. It's also like um, 
it's another it's also a relationship that your business is like an entity too <laughs> so the body is one entity and you yourself i mean this is so called self i have no problems with ego i don't think ego is a problem this whole thing of no oh the ego you know you have to ditch the ego no don't because if you do you won't be here we need the ego what oh gosh i can't still So, cause I, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to keep. I'm just holding on here, Stella. To try. <laughs> right. Um. Let me think. Look. Um. This so, is. Me, I like the. Yeah. You know, go on. Go on. Go on. This, this thing about you know. So your business is an entity, and that you have to like communicate with your business. So of course, my business has been going through all kinds of phases in these forty years. It has been up, and it has been down, and it has been like almost buried and then it's been like it's sprouting again so it really is a journey that it goes up and down and back and forth and it's not like you're going to reach this and da 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 and then you're like six figures i've never been six figures i probably never will be but that's not the point the point is to live a life well lived together with your business if you're a business person and you might not be a business person it might not be for you i i you can't don't try to give me, you know, I'm standing, gosh, what is that in English? Um, every once in a while. See, I always forget when people, when this is not their first language, I'm so flipping. Well, it is my first, you know, I, I'm bilingual since childhood. Okay. So I, it is my, so I have, there I have, Oh, okay. that, uh, yeah, it's the same thing happens in Swedish. Every once in a while, you know, it's like, it's like, it's yeah, it, yeah. come English. It's like, okay, <laughs> whatever. Anyways um listen look i like this this is very visual actually the idea that you communicate with your business you communicate with your body um and it's quite interesting because because at one space you're saying mind body working together and in another um perspective you're almost saying <laughs> take yourself out of your body in order to communicate with it now there we go i've thrown a bit of a curveball in there no, it's it's actually more getting into your body more to communicate with your body right totally not being out of your body that is it i did not i was not capable of communicating with my body until i got into her so how do how do right listeners you might be saying well how do i get into my body that's ridiculous. You, you can't just say that. How do I do it? How do I do it? Do I just wake up one morning and say, oh, look, I'm inside my body now. <laughs> well, it does take practice. Yeah. It does take practice. And uh, I have an exercise that I started doing with myself uh, when I was going through my first therapeutic year before I got into to the school, to the training. Because as I started to realize that actually I felt like crap, <laughs> life was shit and I wasn't even aware. Mm. And my mother was on such a high pedestal, I couldn't even see her. Mm. She's not there anymore, let me tell you. Mm. <laughs> but within this, because I realized what, is, what do I need to do? I had avoided the mirrors, uh, as, even though I was in front, because I was in front of mirrors all the time as a dancer, uh, I also avoided mirrors privately because I did not measure up. When I looked into the mirror, I saw something that did not measure up. I had ugly feet, I had ugly legs because of 
yeah, you know what. Uh, I also was a, a curly, dark-skinned little girl in the blonde society. Uh, my mother was, get this, unmarried, and my father was black. <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't measure up in any way. Everything was like wrong with me. So when I looked in the mirror, uh -huh. mirror I saw this anomaly that was like, oh, no, 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 no. So I never measured up. And I, did, and I couldn't see myself. I thought I was like, you know, sort of bland or like, you know, something mm -hmm. like that. So I started, I did, and this is now, finally I get there. Uh, I started looking myself in the mirror because I realized while going through this with my fantastic first therapist, I have to see myself. I have to do what I have been avoiding. I have to look at myself. For the first time in my life, I was 26, 27, something like that. I have to really look at myself and see what I see. And I spent every day, every single day for six months, uh, at least 15 minutes, sometimes longer, staring at myself, looking at myself in the mirror, waiting for myself to see what will I see. And every once in a while when I talk about this, I choke up and this is one of the days. And one day I saw myself. Oh. I saw this beautiful young woman. It was like, <gasps> and then I cried for three days straight. I cried for the four-year-old that was put into dance school. I cried for the 14-year-old who, who never measured. I cried. It was like, oh my goodness. And I realized I'm going to look like this until I die. Yes, there will be gray hair and there will be wrinkles. But this is what I look like. So if I can give you anything from this interview, you who is listening, is take the time to see yourself and you know what i still do that i don't spend 15 minutes every day but perhaps it's only 30 seconds but every day i greet myself with that stare i look at myself every single day and i have done that for 40 years i promise you that will create a relationship with yourself sooner or later Oh, listen, listen, I've gone, I've slightly lost my voice, uh, but not in a physical way, just a sort of mental way, uh, because, yeah, because this is just, I, uh, yeah. Oh, God's sake, Trisha, get some words out of your mouth. Right, here we go. Um, this mirror thing is also, and I love the fact that as a dancer, you were freaking well surrounded by mirrors. I thought, I thought whoa, what, what a story. But, I, you know, as I was growing up, I had this, you talk about self-esteem, you know, crippling your, mm -hmm. everything. So I actually get, it's slightly confusing, isn't it? This, this space between shyness, low self-esteem, then people sudden, sometimes just chuck introvert into the mix, which is all over the shop. So it's not really, um, and then, uh, and self-doubt and imposter syndrome, da, 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 and on it goes. And I, it's really I think people, this is, it's interesting you're talking about gurus and all this stuff because people do get really sidetracked away from being, you know, it's literally like your body's crying out to say, come back, 
Yes. Come back! Stop running down that yes. path, that yes. guru. You know, because oh, it's here. It's here, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what you're saying. And and I had no frigging idea that any of, of any of this as I was growing up. And and when I looked in the mirror, which I did obsessively, um, mm-hmm. it was simply to make sure that I looked good enough to be looked at. Uh, probably mainly by guys as well as I was growing into but even before that just do I will I be ridiculed when I go out you know is, is there something weird on my face and and it's got nothing it's got nothing to people would say oh well you know you you know you were cute looking oh no you were a very attractive teenager we nothing to do with it no. because it's what it's the how you're communicating with yourself and that mm. wasn't I was not communicating in a healthy way at all so um I, I love the fact that instead of looking in those mirrors with all that, am I going to look all right for everybody else? I should have just been looking quietly for my own sake for yeah. communicating with me. And I think that's be quite a revelation to a lot of people, actually. I love these, I love these basic, simple, almost like, it feels almost tribal, doesn't it? It feels just yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. It is. It's quite tribal. And this thing with... No, it's so funny that I got this earthing mat today. Uh, that it, it is that tribal. And it is that grounding into yourself. Because the way I look at, at the body and have done for a very, very long time is that I am nature. Nature... You now, we have to get out into nature. So, but it's not that nature is out there because I am this electromagnetic system. I'm constantly connected in a way to nature because this is me. The body is nature. It's nothing else. Mm. It's, it's not intellectual property. It's physical. You know, it's crying, it's sweating, it's sex, uh, it's laughter, it's peeing i mean it's like hell, eating yes. so basic and i think that when you can allow yourself to get back to all that basic stuff you will eventually become a happier person because you're not trying to amputate your realness oh, oh god you're giving me too many quotes now oh amputate your realness oh, for god's sake Stella. I'm, I'm having that um that is just uh, gorgeous um ah so right let's see let's see where we can go here right so the reason that this is so basically a thing that you should think about doing is because it to me it feels like if you don't I mean, you and I are both a similar age, actually, and there might be listeners thinking, "Oh, well, this is all very wise, isn't it? This is this this is this older person's wisdomy thing." So, are we saying that you can that you have to be sixty plus to get to this point in your journey, or no? Because you started this journey. Go tell me. Yeah, no, not at all. I love the foot. Did you put your hand up then? No, no, not no, no. I was just. <laughs> But, uh, but I, I can address that anyways, because I was, uh, if we talk about archetypes and things like that, yeah. well, I have, uh, I, I am the wise child. I was a wise child already. I was already then interested in truth. What is a human? And I'm talking like eight year old, at least really like super young. 
And I, have, I started meditating when I was 12. Uh, I have always been on this quest of who am I? How do we communicate? This is why I got into theater. Uh, what is subtext, this whole thing of subtext. And they're like, what is the subtext in a human being? You know, all these things. Mm. So it, it is a journey. And the reason I can speak about it and communicate it is because I've been working on it for so long. And it is a talent of mine. I did not become a therapist because, oh, I, perhaps I should be a therapist. That talent that was actually asking me to like step up because I have this. Oh, this is another story that we're not even going to go there. Oh, crikey. But, no, but that, but that, so it is, so, so if somebody listening to this is in their 20s, you know, this isn't sort of, you don't have to just wait to get. No, 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 no. You, you, you gather your own wisdom. Yeah. And, and you have wisdom ever since you, you start gathering when you, when you were a child. Yeah. And it's really is a question of coming up with that because when I started working, uh, I was uh, like 30. Uh, when I got out, uh, I started working with people, you know, professionally. And at that point, I started working with people that had that, like, the, the heaviest, most horrible stories incest, sexual abuse, they had been through drugs, a lot of people from 12-step programs, and then they had been like on heroin, alcohol, eating disorders, and they named the shit load, really. And I was completely new. But I, I knew how to do it. It was my tribe. I, I had exquisite results. I was not afraid. So it was not about my age, it was something about me and how I had dared to also face my own story. Because even though I don't have sexual abuse and incest in my story, I have physical torture. Mm. Yeah. I have people going into my body mm. with knives. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then and PTSD as a result mm. and no one understanding that because I was very good at hiding my pain. So when I met these clients, I, I understood them, but I was without the shame and the guilt, especially the shame from what is called like sexual assault. We don't, we have other words since which we, doesn't include sex because this has nothing to do with sex. Mm. But I did not have that. And that was what made it so easy. It's not really the right, but it was like a natural way for me to be with them and to be able to help them heal themselves because that's what happens when you heal yourself with somebody, but you need somebody because otherwise you will look in another direction. Yeah. I could help them look in the right direction, but it was not a threatening direction for me. And one thing that I also say is that if you have problems where you feel like you're not going for, forward with your therapist or with your coach, it's, it might not be your problem. It might be the problem of the coach or the therapist. And if you are a coach or therapist listening to this and you feel like your clients are not moving ahead, perhaps you should look at yourself instead of them. Oh, yeah, stem words from some of that. Oh, oh <laughs> he's not, he doesn't, da, da, da. Yeah, but how come they're not moving forward with you? Yeah, yeah. 
because I get the clients that have been through therapy eight years, 15 years, nothing happens. And then they come to me and something happens. Yeah. I and do. I dare say this. I dare, I dare say this about myself. Yes, I am that good at what I'm doing. I I do, and why shouldn't you say that? I, absolutely. And I, I love the way you say it's, you know, you're not afraid. And I think the the afraid thing is, is such a big, is such a big part. And you, you can feel that also in your body, like big time, of course you can. I mean, that's so basic, but it also is. Yeah. Am I going, oh, I talk a lot about, actually it's weird this, isn't it? Cause I talk a lot about getting out of your head in order to be present and therefore that's exactly it Trisha so when you get out of your head instead of getting out outside you get out and down into your body Mm. there we go yeah there we go get out and down into your body great final thought for the day no get I it sounds a bit like a disco dance to me actually (laughs) out and down into your body could we do it that's a dance routine that's where it happens. I'm taking the mickey now because only, I'm not really. It's just that I know that if I don't um, talk like this now, we'll never be able to stop. So um, let's think. The reason why this matters, if you are, right, if you're out there thinking, look, I'm just trying to grow this business that I started a few years back and get clients. And, you know, what, what are we going on about communicating with your body and stuff for? And, and, the, can you sum up very briefly why why it's so relevant? Okay, this this is this is interesting because this is going to be like even more confusing. The thing is with your business, your business is you, and if you are not present within yourself, with you in your body, you have no business. If you want to have a real, honest, um, present business and if you are like a solopreneur that's that's what you've got you you're selling yourself and when you're selling yourself you've got to be present you've got to be there i had an interview today with a a future client and and we were meeting and talking and and i told her which i say to all my presumptive clients is that this is what you get. It's not that we're going to sit here and talk, you know, and have this coffee and tea. And then when we get into like the, the coaching room or the therapy room, then I'll turn into like the therapist. No, this is what you get. Me. And I don't care if you do like, I don't know, online marketing or if you do, you know, your business is about dance or if your business is about coaching or, or painting or dressing well. You are selling yourself. Mm. And that is why, it's, why it matters. The more at home with yourself you are, the more you will be congruent with everything that is you and your businesses, and the more you will be able to communicate with the right client. You will get the right clients. Because a lot of people get the wrong clients. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's where we're going to close the, the door on this conversation for this particular episode. But of course... Um, this won't be closing the door on the conversation full stop because number one, we'll carry on talking. And uh, number two, I'll probably come and visit you in Malmo at some stage. I hope so. Have <laughs> <laughs> a couple of sessions um, and just enjoy your fabulous company. And, and definitely you'll come back onto another um, episode because I, um, and I, this is interesting because I'm not afraid 
to do episodes like this of this podcast in fact th this is kind of the conversation that i it's my favorite to be honest but I, and i'm not afraid to because ultimately i believe that i attract the listeners to this podcast that are right yes. and that's, that's why. exactly yes that's you just said you just quoted me <laughs> or i quoted you or whatever it's, it's exactly that who's going to come to your podcast your listeners yes because you are so much you yes <gasps> Right. Okay. Um, I will now ask you to let the listeners know how they continue having a relationship with you. The best way is to follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, that's Stella Scott. And then I think Stella Scott forward slash the queen coach, something like that. And uh, I say the queen coach, not because I am the queen of coaches, but because I coach yourself into becoming your own queen in your own life. Nice. So that, that is one thing. Then I have a homepage, theenergizedme.com, which is living a very poor life right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old website. I am, this might sound really weird, but I am closing down my uh, uh, mailing list. Mm. And eventually, in one way or the other, I will start a new one. Perhaps, but right, I'm closing it. I'm closing it. It's disappearing. So there, you cannot. I'm not going to say no. Get this thing for free. No, 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 no. The only way is to follow me, or if you listen to this podcast, if you want to like be connected, write to me, and oh. and, and say so. Just you know, hi, I heard you on Trista's podcast. I would love to connect. Then I will. Is your address on LinkedIn? On um, yeah, on LinkedIn. Yeah, cool. <gasps> wow. Oh, excellent. Brilliant. Um. Oh, I feel, oh, right. I'm gonna to have to go and lie down now or walk out the block or something. <laughs> and I work with people, in, I mean, I work online and I work here, you know, so I also work internationally. Of course, if, of you, course. if you want to work with me. Um, but I, I take very few, and also, I'm gonna say this I'm pricey, <laughs> bloody pricey. Well, I do, yeah, I think I'm just gonna get more pricey, Stella. I think, I think that's dare it. To be yeah. pricey. I want to tell this to everybody, dare to be pricey. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right. Okay. Thank you so, so much. Um, yes, this has gone over time. This happens every now and then with these episodes. I don't care. Um, if you are going for a lovely long walk, then what a delight this has been, even if I say so myself. But really, it's because of Stella. So thank you so much, Stella. And um, I look forward to speaking again soon and going and getting an earthing mat. Thank you for having me. It has been pure joy and fun. Yes! Take action. Try this one small step. Get out of your head and into your body. What a great piece of advice. Listen to those weird churny things you have going on in your heart, stomach, head. It just The only way you can do that is to press pause and just reconnect with some very basic stuff. Are you in the right place? Is there a misalignment somewhere? Just take those few minutes out of your day, if not more, and do that. Lot of fascinating stuff. You might need some show notes. So head over to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. 
I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode. Never be real.